Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Front and centre for those who don't get it, we hit and stay committed. The sky's just the limit, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell is here. Hello. Nearly said Jim Donaldson there. Yeah. Cool. That would have been a treat. Luke Moore's here. Uh, all right. Oh, and there he is, the people's champion, Pete Donaldson. Isn't Jim Donaldson um, the fellow out of Neighbours? Is that's he? G- that's uh, Jim Robinson. It? It's Jim Robinson, isn't it? Paul, Paul Robinson. <laughs> Paul Robinson. <laughs> no, it's Paul Robinson, the not character Jim Donaldson. who plays the old block the who was in 24. Play, play Luke Alan Dale. Alan Dale. Alan Dale. No, 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 not Luke Alan Dale. Dale. Yeah. Alan Dale. Harold Bishop. Where am I getting that from then? Alan Bouncer. Dale. <laughs> Joe Mangle just I, leave it it's for the best yeah okay yeah. I, I almost got put off saying hello because I was thinking of what it would be like if Jim and Pete were put together like the same person like Jim Donaldson it, I, 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 I are, are we like Siamese twins or is it a mixture of the two of us I don't it, want to think about it I think it would be a comedy juggernaut quite frankly Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. presuming it's a he he'd be a fantastic individual Yeah, yeah. A fan, uh, and, a, and a very generous lover speaking of uh, uh, generous people Javier Mascherano has been given a one year suspended sentence for tax crimes tax crime 
Yes. Yeah. He, he, the, the headline read, he's off to jail, and I thought, Gordon Bennett! Yeah. He's, he's going to be behind bars, and then you read further, and you think, oh, yeah, sus- yeah. yeah he he's won't. got money. Yeah. Yeah. So isn't it, isn't it, isn't he can do guys? anything he wants. <laughs> isn't it that he's got an option to pay, like, an extra amount of, uh, as a fine? Yeah. And I think he'll probably take that option, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine so. I would. Yeah. yeah. You that would. said, though, he'd be the best player in the prison team. <laughs> well thinking about it. So, well thinking about it. Would he yeah. still get paid if he just went to his team and went, ah, I probably just got prison actually. I don't I don't have to do anything and I still get paid. Wicked. I've actually played football in a Spanish jail before. Have you? No, I have, yes, yes. But uh, Did you just I'm boot not... a ball over? I'm just <laughs> there, I'm playing football. Yeah. Yeah. Balls aren't that high. <laughs> Only perfectly <laughs> honest break into in... a jail. <laughs> is that because of a tax crime? <laughs> I can't say why. Oh. Um, but if Mascherano is naughty... In El his sexo pr- crimo. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. It was in uh, it was at Granada State Prison, down uh, down in the southern of And time Spain. keeps dragging on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if Mascherano's naughty in his probation time, then he'll be off to jail, of course. But who would you like as a cellmate from the footballing arena if you were sent down Jim? Uh, well originally I thought perhaps um, Germany and Borussia Dortmund legend uh, Matthias Slammer. Nice. Um, nice. nice. Then yeah. I thought maybe. Pete hates a pun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely hates thought him. maybe you'd, you'd want someone to offer you a bit of protection. <laughs> so Bill Shankly. <laughs> um, obviously someone you wouldn't want as your cellmate yeah. would be um, Sinisa Mihailosnitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he flicked Pete the visa. What about um, behind bars Bender? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good, um, yeah. So, no, who I would really go for, and I, I appreciate this may initially seem a little out of Musa Chow line. <laughs> Gordon. I'd go with Esteban Cambiasso, right? Yep. It might seem an odd one, uh-huh. but he's, he's hard. Yeah. He's been around the block a little bit. He's, he's experienced, so he'd probably be quite wise. And importantly, right, if he's your cellmate, mm. you might be able to get in with a South American gang. And oh, they're going to be hard mm. in the prison. They're going to be tough, yep. like loco. Yeah. So it's a, a good way of making sure that they're on your side, and mm. you're probably all right. Yeah, that's right. Because, I mean, right. I... I th- I'm going to be honest, I feel I would struggle in prison. <laughs> I think we all... I, um, do you reckon, Jim? Yeah, I, I think I mean, he, all of us, even together, would yeah. struggle and severely. Also, as well, like, I know I'm, you know, I, I don't feel I'm any sort of real Ryan Gosling out here, but I am a babe in prison. Like, total, like, my, yeah, I'm in trouble. So, yeah, can trouble. be so. The sort of crimes yeah. you'd be in prison for, you'd be on your own wing, to be fair. <laughs> You, you wouldn't see another prisoner, mate. No, deviant. Maybe for the best. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be up soon, Donaldson. Well, everyone's been sending me that, that story of the yoghurt being thrown at the haberdashers. Yeah, we've got that later, don't worry. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wait, Sorry, yeah, I didn't realise. Yeah. Why are we including that? <laughs> All right, it well, wasn't me. Do it, Gov. No, we'll talk about it now, then. All right. Yeah, yeah there was a drive-by yoghurt attack. Yeah, it wasn't drive me. drive-by yoghurt drive attack yogurt in Somerset attack. in Western England. I've never been to Somerset. The hunt Leave is it. on, according to the Central uh, Somerset Gazette. The hunt is on for a yoghurt throwing convertible driver after two well, drive. Can't drive. No, 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 no. He'll have a driver. Yeah, yeah true. For, for and me, he would do it in a convertible. The convertible thing for me, I mean, that is exactly your character, Pete, to what drive around in a really flash car, <laughs> throwing yoghurt at old ladies <laughs> who are just off to their crochet class. Well, I'd, I'd hate to think that, that's my reputation. <laughs> Well, people, people have been tweeting it, mate. Yeah. To you, us. Trial never, by Twitter, mate. You've yes. never been to Somerset? I don't think so. What's in Somerset? Oh, he's oh, oh, changing already. Oh, he's got his alibi already. What's in Somerset? He's like making a murderer. Any, oh, he's on the radio, Gov. Any haberdashers? This is like possibly. cereal, so you haven't been to Somerset, <laughs> or you have. <laughs> <laughs> Whose baby is that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, is a collect call from Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Why does it matter if you don't know what a haberdashers is? Yeah. yeah. You've got yoghurt in your pockets right yeah. now. <laughs> and it's not even in a pot. Oh, no. Where's Luke. Sarah Koenig? Luke. Uh, Luke. Oh, yeah, I thought about this, and I thought what I would want in a cellmate is... 
Um, similar, <laughs> similarly on the, along the lines of what Jim was saying, I'd probably want someone tough. Yeah. So when the writers come round to take my mattress to burn it, um, <laughs> I want someone to stick up for me and go, "You're not having this mattress. Mm. Uh, he's got a bad back." Yeah. Um, but I also want someone who's got like a heart of gold. Yeah. Because they're gonna, you know, you're gonna be, get together, you're gonna be pals, you're gonna be close. So I went for um, Big John Charles. The big John Charles, oh, the Welsh yeah. uh, centre half and centre forward. Yeah, but obviously gentle, the gentle, gentle giant, giant. Yes, um, big, big and tough. Boss, That's a so good one. Very that. kind mm. man. Almost so. certainly didn't commit the crime he's in. Yeah. For. Oh but yeah. Just, oh, but he'll just do. He'll just do the bit anyway. Yeah. He'll do the eight to ten bit anyway because yeah. he's an honourable man. And then he'll come out and he'll win Serie A. Yeah. <laughs> like so it. Like, like that. Good. Go yeah. Peter. I like that you're ones you're worried about losing your bed. That's one of your <laughs> yeah. genuine Oi. worries. Well, would it be a certain type of mattress? I think so. Yeah. Very, very. <laughs> Give you a free trial. Yeah. Send, send it back if you don't like it, or if someone tries to steal it in a riot. This is added value. Can you write this down? We John, haven't named the brand. <laughs> we haven't named the brand. It's um, Lisa. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think yeah, you mock the whole mattress chat by me, but you get very few uh, luxuries in oh, prison. Pete, That's true. stop mocking his mattress, the mattress yeah. chat. Yeah. Or, or the, that, to be honest. By that, uh, if you're worried about the mattress, you should go for Diego Simeone because who does he manage? The mattress makers. It's true. Mm. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. bouncy. Ah, la, 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 la. Um, also, if you steal my mattress riot, 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 and I'm in jail, riot. you're going you're gonna to get my uh, collection of 70s porno mags as well, which are kept <laughs> under the mattress because that's the tradition of being a prisoner. I see. Yay. Yeah. There we are. Pete. Uh, acid, Nissan, because you could use it to burn the... Burn the Posts? Yes. They call them posts, don't they? The posts. The bar. Sydney Sam is going to burn down the prison. Sorry, chaps. Do you want to have another guy? (laughs) Stuart Ripley, because he is a solicitor. You're already in there. No. If he's a solicitor who's in jail, he's yeah. completely screwed. He can help me. He can teach me to read in the library. Sorry, It'll be a really life-affirming story. Stuart, how good a solicitor are you? Because you're in here with me. Yeah. I can't help but notice it. Yeah. I wasn't even the defendant. <laughs> um, Stuart, are you in for contempt of court again? <laughs> He's the, he's the Ken uh, Kratz. He's the Ken Kratz of uh, Slytherin. Oh, which wing would he be on? <laughs> um, I think your acid answer is better. Yeah, I don't even understand mind. it, and I agree. Yeah, you could use it to burn the bars. The acid. Two ganars. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm Stuart Ripley. Because really, he'll get out before you and then he'll help you to get out. Yeah, exactly. Well, he'll, he'll, yeah. he knows that exactly. he's well on the law. Stuart Ripley's the sort of guy who'll go, right, once I'm out of here, because I can do my own appeal, because I know the law, <laughs> mm. I'm going to sort you right out, Donaldson. Oh, if you... <laughs> he'll go, never hear from him again. Yeah. Why don't, if you're so worried about the law, why don't you have Dennis Law in there? Oh, that's oh, better. nice. Yeah, yeah, but he's not, he's not a solicitor. <laughs> or or yogurt Troutman. And you can smear yogurt all over the bars and slip through them. <laughs> I'm that's, having... a, that's a dirty protest. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that in their jail. Yeah, apparently what you're known for on your own wing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have I'd have uh, former Manchester United man Gordon McQueen in there with me because I'm oh, yeah. going on the huge assumption that everybody with the surname McQueen is like Steve McQueen's character from The Great Escape and he'll be able to bust out there and ride a motorbike and I will be able to piggyback on all of that. Yeah. Gordon McQueen is tough. He was tough. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a good, good selection or, anyway. Or, I don't even need the bike. And going on from what you were saying, Luke, about if there's, there's rights people coming round, I, I, you know, you want a guy who's tough with you or you want a guy who will take a beating for you. And in fact, if, if you're in with a particularly unlucky bloke where all the bad stuff happens to him... <laughs> right, no, I'm shutting this down. <laughs> David Boost, you boost yourself out of prison. Right. You, you can shoot a deggy. No. Be... no. <laughs> if someone's coming around dishing out the punches, uh. you're not getting hit. He'll take two. Kevin Keys gun. <laughs> Richard Keys. <laughs> He's you Your God. key to a no. prison cell. He's be, a... be careful what you wish for. Imagine the reality of being in prison with Richard Keyes as your cellmate. <laughs> I'm still going on about blocked... how he's been stitched up. You've blocked the sink again, Richard. <laughs> 
Is Andy, have I got any visitors? Andy, yet? Andy's gone, Richard. Andy's gone. Oh dear, I think Jim's got the points. Right, yeah. right Jim's got the uh, the get out of jail free card. Who did you, you go for again? Esteban Cambiasso. That's right, yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. That is fair. When, I don't think there are that many South American <laughs> gangs in British jails. You but. don't know where my outstanding arrest warrants are based. That's so, yeah. Absolutely not. Do, uh, do try and avoid when Scrooney. Oh dear. <laughs> Or prison Guardiola. Yeah. We oh, are over a hundred years old between us. Oh, war Dennis Law. Warden, if you like. Yeah. Uh, oh, we go? when I get involved, nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> You've got your own radio show, but everybody wants to get involved in that, yeah. and that alone. The uh, figures would not see true. that figure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the Premier League. Oh my giddy! Two defences that should be in prison. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Norwich four, Liverpool five. Um, Luke and Jim, you must have been disgusted with the celebratory scenes at the end of the game when Adam Lallana scored. Well, they won you the don't game, like so to see that. Yeah, Concentration yeah. of focus was clearly hey, there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they saw the yeah, game out. They saw the game out. They didn't see the game out. They, they, so, so did Everton win the other week? No, <laughs> no, no they didn't. Did they? Yeah, you, you must have been tutting though because they hadn't won it. Yeah. Well, no, of course, they went mad. Well, I yeah, mean, when those glasses got smashed. Oh, was that the end? That was the end. That was the end. Yeah, when the end. The end justifies the means. Yeah. <laughs> it? Well, all right. I would think Peter's deliberately misunderstood what we were talking about. You, Marcus, I'm not so sure. Ah. <laughs> no, do you know what I, I, the way I feel about it, Jim is I feel like it's not Pete's fault. But Marcus knows exactly what he's doing. That's what I yeah, Pete's wearing black and white hoops today. He's already yeah. there. He's already in the prisons. So, um, the thing with that game was, I mean, you're thinking to yourself. At one point, Norwich were three-one up. Yes. You think, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Just take it easy. Got the, both teams completely <laughs> incapable of doing anything. I mean, the, the fact that Simon Minule yeah. celebrated his new five-year deal with that performance. Yeah. I mean, that shows you just how badly Adam Bogdan did. Right, exactly. And I'll tell you something, there's, so, there's something in the water up there because Portsmouth took a goalkeeper on loan and he gave away a penalty at the weekend <laughs> on his debut from Liverpool. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's something in the water around there for goalkeepers. But I'm, I'm not saying that Minilay particularly played any more badly than he has in the past, but it's just the whole confidence <laughs> thing that's sort of infiltrated the whole defence. Very, very difficult for them. Yeah. It was a brilliant game. It was an absolute brilliant game. I loved game. the game. It was the game best of the season. game easy. you've seen. It's this weekend. It certainly, <laughs> certainly was. Yes, that was. It was brilliant. And I, I suppose, in a strange way, because it is really odd that Liverpool conceded four goals against Norwich, yeah. even though they did win the game. Yep. Um, and Klopp described um, the fact that they conceded from second balls um, mm-hmm. on many occasions, and literally all of the goals were should have been preventable. Mm-hmm. He described that as the biggest rubbish ever. Yeah, which I absolutely <laughs> love. Is, yeah. it's, it oddly should kind of be a, a little bit encouraging for Liverpool because they are basic mistakes and mm. he is saying every week I can't be up here every week saying this but surely at some point they're going to they're going to click because they've clicked up front now massively Firmino looks like the player he was brought into be yeah. yeah um and and yeah the Milner was was getting involved wasn't he yeah. As he, as he often does. Has, has Milner got more hench this season? He, he, seems, he seems like he's bigger, I enjoy he? watching James Milner. He, I mean, he obviously got a goal, and he, he should have had another an goal assist. as well, shouldn't he? Because he had, he had, he was in on goal at one point, and he sort of didn't pull the trigger. He, he oh, looked, that's right. He yeah. looked like the most James Milner he had ever looked at that point. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, but he learned. Isn't that what I do? Yeah, but he learned, didn't he? And he, he put did. it away he second half. Mistake. Mm. That's he's right. Such a blocky man. Yeah. I can imagine that he's like the muscles on his arms and legs also have James Milner faces on them. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a Minecraft footballer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. That's exactly yeah. what he is. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. I know, but it was, it was, it was a brilliant game, and everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. And Norwich. 
it's to everyone. Yeah, okay, well, okay. No so, well, of course, of course. Jurgen Jurgen Klopp's optician probably loved it a bit. Yeah, the glasses smashed. Mm. I, I hate to say that as a glasses wearer, I like to see people respect people's spectacles. Yeah, I, worry I don't think it was disrespect. Eyesight the whole way home. But it was, <laughs> but it was interesting, wasn't it, that the players ran over to the manager and the manager was right involved in the celebrations. Mm. Which well, uh, they, they they know he's kind of the focus though to a certain extent. Mm. Because they're they're better than the sum of their parts. I think it's fair to say there's no massive standout superheroes like they had with um, like Suarez. Suarez well, can you stuff. remember the days when Suarez used to terrorise Norwich? And he, hasn't he got oh, like three hat tricks against? Yeah, he's got yeah. Twelve goals against them. <laughs> yeah, five games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy. Uh, Lalana's finish was brilliant, wasn't it? it? Was. To, to be that calm. Uh, Did he hit it, it into the ground? Yeah, and I, mm. I think very deliberately okay. so as well. And to be that sort of calm and professional in that kind of powder keg environment with it all being so crazy, mm. I, I thought thought was brilliant. Um, Him at the start of the season, that would have gone off the bar. Just ballooned, yeah. massively yeah. ballooned. Yeah. Klopp likes Lalana, and maybe that's why Lalana ran he over. should do the spending enough money on him. Well, yeah, absolutely. But he's um, he's playing him in, in quite an important position there, and I mm. think that gets starts to get the best out of Firmino as well. Mm, yeah. It's interesting what he's trying to do there. I mean, really, this season for Liverpool, you would think to yourselves, just finish probably top seven, maybe, something like yeah, that. Mm. I know that Liverpool fans don't want to finish seventh, you know, no, but, but, but finish in there season in charge, and then it? have a, you know, th- then let Klopp do some business in mm. summer, whether that be, uh, you know, ship players on, yeah, on, yeah. ship players on, you know, bring players in and, and let players leave and then go and see what he's like next season because he's coming at a funny time. He oh, has absolutely got to give him the time he needs, yeah, of yeah. course. I think, though, like, obviously it must be annoying for Liverpool fans that the, the defending, uh, you know, the, the philosophy of the defending from the players at least seems to be just hope it'll be all right. But mm. from a neutral's point of view, Klopp is delivering absolutely everything we could have wanted <laughs> yeah. when he first came to the Premier League. He's been absolute box office entertainment. Yeah. It's been brilliant. Well, the two Liverpool sides, Everton and Liverpool, are just wonderfully entertaining <laughs> yeah. at times, you know, especially Everton. So uh, the neutrals want that to continue, but I would imagine Everton and Liverpool fans want their defences tightened up a bit. Something we've been tweeted a lot was uh, Tim Sherwood's uh, take on the uh, the James Milner foul, yeah. uh, which was uh, <laughs> anywhere else on the pitch and that's a penalty. <laughs> Brilliant. <Yeah>. Brilliant. <laughs> We all know what he means. Yeah, but, that's you know. great. That's I couldn't great bring myself scene. to watch him on my show, though. I just thought, I can't put myself through this. Life <laughs> is too short. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not a man with a huge amount of interests either. You know what I mean? I, but I just could not watch that. Well, well there we are. Yeah, it's like, I know he's not trying to sell me a second-hand car, <laughs> yeah. but why can't I stop thinking well, about Why have I bought one? <laughs> uh, Southampton beat Manchester United at Old Trafford. Yeah. Charlie Austin. Hey, yeah. there he is. How'd you get Back in the yeah. habit. The amount of teams that were supposedly in for him and they didn't go for him. I know. And then he yeah. just goes, does that. Yeah. Oy. Good just, marking for the head, wasn't it? I was about it? to say, <laughs> there's Austin, there's a proper centre forward who scored goals in the Premier League. Leave him on mark eight yards yeah. out. Yeah. He might, he has. A lot of people were saying, that sort of going into that game, a lot of the things I read were like, you know, well, at four million he's worth a gamble. He's not a gambler. No, that's right. He's shown he can score goals in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. If you give him that amount of time, he will score goals. In There's a no QPR side that. that went down. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still scored goals. Way, not just a QPR side that went down, a basket case of a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an absolute basket case of a team. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they were Burnley who were working really hard on the time. And it's not like he's the type of striker who's a sort of a winger forward who grabs the ball, beats three men and, and yeah. whacks it home. He's a striker that needs service. Mm. And so he scored a load of goals for, as you say, a team that was just ridiculous and went yeah. down. Is this going to halt the Southampton slide, uh, Luke, that you were enjoying a few well, weeks ago? I was, I was actually going to say, um, 
I'm trying to spin this around to so it doesn't make me look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I sort of half managed it, if you'll let me. Um, remember I was talking about how important a goalkeeper is in terms of the uh, confidence for the rest of the defence? And we mm. just touched on it a bit there with Liverpool. But since Forster's been back, they look a different team. Yeah. They really mm. do. The, the, the back five look a different team. Mm. Uh, and they, they've been absolutely fantastic since he's been back. But then having said that, it's not that much of a stretch to keep a clean sheet at Old Trafford these days. No, so it's, it's not. They're only doing what's expected of them, really. Well, you're yeah. guaranteed a clean sheet at half-time, aren't you? Yeah. Isn't it 13 games they haven't scored? in the first half I or they've only scored one or something isn't it even even you know even van Gaal is starting to yeah. admit that um he basically doesn't really have much well, control over yeah, what's happening I, 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 like he's all... failed the fans and <coughs> I mean before you move on to Benjamin I just want to say about Southampton they played really well kept the clean sheet even with Wanyama in Victor Wanyama in the side who's down tools who's <laughs> clearly like he's doing oh, I'll that I'll give it a go against this lot they're a mob <laughs> yeah. yeah but he, he clearly he's doing that thing that some prof- uh, modern day players do where they think well I want to I want to leave for a bigger club or, or a move elsewhere I'm just going to stop playing and they're going to have to sell me and you think earn your move yeah, yeah. if you if you were Arsene Wenger looking at, say, Wanyama, and you'd think, well, look at the state of his attitude. Yeah. yeah but it's it almost like the, put you off. It's almost like the players are a bit like, well, if I try really hard and play well, I might start enjoying my football again and I won't want to leave. Yeah. So I'll confuse myself, so <laughs> it, I better not do anything. Genuinely, it's an absolute disgrace, the way some players are. It happens and, time uh, and again, doesn't it? It does happen time and again. But with Manchester United, well, and look, you were saying Van Hal. I was just going to say, I mean... They clearly have serious problems there. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's not just on the pitch. I, I, Five Live did an interesting thing. I forget who was talking about it now, but they were talking about um, how the uh, training facilities in the academy are now being almost like chronically underfunded. And they were saying that, that um, I think it's consecutive um, academy directors and youth team um, uh, managers and team have, 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 have handed their notice in and basically quit. Mm. And oh, they're, wow. being, they're being outspent as a, by a factor of uh, three to one or something by Man City on their youth team and I know Man City have piled a lot of money into the club of course that the, the owners there have so maybe it's a little bit unfair to compare to but this is a club that has prided itself on that this is a club that um, has had a youth team mm. um, graduate in the squad I think every single week since 1940 or something yeah. it, clearly it's a massive part of the fabric of that club and for them to to to, um, to to go off the rails in that way says to me that not only is Van Gaal uh, a manager who who's, the game is left behind we've talked about that before and I think that's probably true but you've got you don't want to point the finger too much but someone like Ed Woodward who's come in there mm. after um, David Gill David Gill was on the radio defend, defending the, the current regime because so, I think David Gill's still a non-executive director mm. and was saying that you know, you know it's difficult it's had transitional period and stuff like that it looks to me like the, the top brass there just aren't up to it it looks yeah. like and, the infrastructure and, is, uh, is just failing it's crazy to, to mm. think of a, a club that big and they're about to take uh, 500 million in revenue for the first time, I think, or the first time a club's going to do that. Um, and at the same time, they see, just seem an absolute disarray. It's odd. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk more about Manchester United after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin. And when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the football ramble. 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. One thing that I think is, is kind of interesting about Man United, and it's, it's kind of been on my mind for a little while, but I hadn't quite um, managed to put it into a proper thought. They remind me of England. Mm. Like they play like a really underwhelming England. Just they do play like England, that's recycling right. Recycling the ball. They're playing red every now and again. Yeah. yeah. Wayne Rooney's Wayne there, Rooney. <laughs> running around, <laughs> yeah. sweating. Yeah. But they, they, they recycle possession in a, in a sense that... Um, they don't know what to do with it, so they just go backwards. And they just like sort of England bring it around a little bit, England and then try and figure something out, and then okay oppo- England against okay opposition. Yeah, and then when England set, should win, a but sense they of don't. it runs out and chips it forward yeah, and hopes yeah, for the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it is very interesting, and and Van Hal's demeanour and words after this game when he said, "Yeah, I think I've let the fans down." That is quite That's startling. Him, is it? it isn't him. And do you know what? When I was when I was uh, you know watching a match and reading a bit of the post match and all that kind of stuff, I thought to myself. He, I wouldn't be surprised, bearing in mind the love letters that Mourinho's allegedly been writing. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Van Hal leaves through mutual consent. He's, no, not, he's yeah. done that before. He's, yeah. he's stepped mm. down before. I, I think he's even he has thought to himself, "Do you know what?" And it's like, like you said, Luke, has the game passed him by? Look, this man has contributed so much to the game, and he is, he will be always be remembered as a legend of of, of the game, and certainly of Dutch football and, and wider. Because he is, he's been magnificent uh, in, in, you know, with Barcelona and Ajax and so on and so forth. But if you know, when he managed the Netherlands, they they got to, you know, it was, obviously they didn't win the World Cup, but it was a successful World Cup campaign. If you see what I mean, they finished yeah. third. You know, I think that's pretty decent. When you have that under your belt, you've you've gone, you've you've managed some big sides. You then go to manage a national team. You do very well there. To then go back into club management, having been quite heralded by your own countrymen for, for a notoriously difficult job where you are effectively trying to pick up the pieces from Alex Ferguson, mm. such a tall order. And I don't think it was a stupid appointment or anything like that, but I, I just think it's beyond him. Well, it, it, it's he's it, kind of a... Um, being a national manager is a very different discipline, obviously. It's, all, it's all about personality. It's all about g and people yep. up. You're not worried about the long game. You're not worried yep. about um, signing players and get players mm-hmm. in. It's just, right, what have I got to play with? Mm. Who can I shout out the hardest? And he's <laughs> ideal at that. 
sort of thing. And he's you know? obviously he's a Dutchman. And, and, it's, and it's, he's a Dutchman. And they revere very, him. It's a very singular um, job, isn't it? Really, yeah. you don't have to think about a lot of other stuff. Totally. And uh, do you know what? With, with, with what you're saying there, look about Manchester City. They're, Manchester United have got to be careful because there could be a shift of power in that city. With Manchester, and it's, well, all Manchester have got to do is get just get their house in order. Exactly. Right? Which and they, they can't do that mm, at the moment. Well, but Man City. What I mean with the shift of power is look at their training facilities, look at the the youth setup and all that kind of stuff. They are really trying to mm. um, well knock Manchester United off their perch, Absolutely. I suppose. I mean, but not in a, not in the sense of winning the league, in the sense of becoming the biggest club, the and dominant the, force in the north, in, yeah. even mm. in the city of Manchester. You yeah. know, yeah. And it's it's interesting as well that they're putting so much into youth development because they, you know, if there is another generation of, of of Beckhams and Nevilles and Skulls and Gigs coming through in Manchester, they want it to be there. And if yeah. if they are outspending them so much, then it, it looks like that will happen. I, I think I'm right in saying that a, a de- I, I can't remember specific names, but there's a decent amount of, of household name footballers of a certain generation whose sons in that area are all at City and there you United go. and th- th- no question 15 years ago they'd be at, they'd be at yeah. United so, so therefore it leads me to th- perhaps think and hope that Manchester City you know the talk is that Guardiola is going to go there what do Manchester United have to do to counteract that Getting Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, Imagine them both in the same city. That's, that's, <laughs> seems to be how it's all playing well, like, out. And what it? I loved about, you know, apparently he's been, you know, he wrote a letter, didn't he, to the club saying, come on, come on, mm. let's Jose stop Mourinho. Here's agent... what I would do if he gave me the job, which I definitely think you should do. Yeah. <laughs> and he, his agent, George Mendes, said these reports were, you know, the, the thought of Mourinho writing a letter was ridiculous and absurd. It was didn't, an email. Didn't deny it. <laughs> the <laughs> oldest <laughs> trick in the PR yeah. book. He did, preposterous. He did yeah. not deny it. Mm. Yeah. He just, yeah, I think he may have said preposterous yeah. as well. There you are. That's mm. come on, we'd be up for that, wouldn't we? Yeah, it'd be great. Mourinho against Guardiola again. I well, mean, the I football mean, was rubbish when those two played each other. <laughs> well, it, it, it might be great in principle, and then it might just keep going on and on and on and on for years. Oh, and no, Mourinho will be gone by two. Of course, That's true, will. true. Yeah. But Giggs is not ready to take up the, 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 the problem. Role, with, is he? The problem with United getting Mourinho in is that they would probably win a couple of trophies. In fact, I'd be fairly certain they would. But when he goes, which he has to inevitably do, they're still mm. going to be in the same state they were beforehand. Because Mourinho is a manager who only gives you trophies. Yeah. And for a lot of clubs, I've said this before, for a lot of clubs, that's that's enough. But for some clubs, there's a bit, it's about a bit more than that. So what do they do? Van Hal leaves, say, in the summer... Is Giggs really ready to, well, to the, take that? The problem with Manchester United, they've got a whole generation of players who wouldn't mind a crack at being the Manchester yeah. United Or is it going to be Gary Neville? Yeah, you know, he's got his own problem. But it only to. takes a couple of matches. Someone like Solskjaer was in, in, you know, supposedly in the frame. Just, yeah. did, he's gonna, Gary all you need gonna, to do is lose two matches and you're just out of it. Well, yeah. Gary Neville's going to be writing Alvaro and Negredo into his will soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's bailed him out so many times. Speaking of which, Gary Neville's cellmate choice will be Alvaro and Negredo because he's get him out. That's fair, though, isn't it? That's fair. I think that's fair. I, I do fear for like Gary Neville's career now because I mean, can he go back to punditing? Yeah, of he can. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's early days. It's early days. He'll laugh off and go straight back into it. Um, uh, moving on to the league leaders, Leicester City three, Stoke nil. Um, <laughs> nobody wants to win the league this year, do they? Apart from Leicester, <laughs> I tell you what, right. They always, if Leicester win the league, and they always, the old adage, the league table doesn't lie. Yes, it will. It will tell a big fat whopping lie <laughs> if Leicester City win the league because they're not the best team in the land. And that would be the beauty think of about, it. The thing about Leicester is they, one, they love a 4 4 2. Oh, yeah. Two, average Premier League possession, 41%. That's great. Imagine winning the league You've in got... 2016 <laughs> with 4 4 2 with 41%. The last, the I'd last love time, yeah. I'd love it. The last time this happened, Blackburn. Yeah. yeah, but with a lot of money yeah. behind them as well. Yeah. yeah, they had the best 
probably the two of the best forwards in the league. Mm. Mm. But but it, they got and through one of the bluster. They got through with just you know they did. But you had you had one of the best centre backs and one of the best keepers. Yeah, but I take the point. It was a bit of a ramshackle group. Um, Leicester yeah. have got some tough games coming up. They yeah. did. February's yeah. a bit a bit yeah. tricky. Well, for we them. said that over Christmas though. And yeah, where they got through okay. Well, they coughed and splattered, but because the other teams are doing it. Well, I'll tell you what they did do in that difficult period. Particularly thinking about the game against Man City, Ranieri changed it. He, yeah. he changed it up and played one striker thing, and they drew it on Neil. City. And so, yeah, and so if they can, if they've shown that they can consistently do that and change it around, there's no mm. reason they can't win it. The, the problem with that was that they didn't look like scoring against Manchester City, and they basically said, "Right, you're better than us," which is no bad thing. I don't, mm. I don't think that's bad at all. But uh, I, I wonder if he will go back to that. I think a way to... I think have they got Manchester City Well, I was a bit surprised when he did that against City because, we, as we've said on this show, and I think it's been proven time and again, um, Manchester, the way to play Manchester City, especially when they're without company, and I can't remember if company played or not in that game. He certainly hasn't played recently. Mm. Um, you can go at them and, they, and you get... They're, 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 they are fragile. They are yeah. fragile. Look, I mean, Payet was having a great time, yeah. wasn't he? What a, you know, he is. And, 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 and so that you know, with Vardy and, and Maris and Kante as well, you know, they, yeah. they could have a go Drew, at City. was a good what, player, you yeah. know. Also, but what, what's been really... Brilliant about Leicester is since um, you know Mares and Vardy's goals dried up. Vardy's goal at the weekend was his first in seven games. Good I think, to see him scoring again. Goals without that game, but yeah, they've spread it out. Okazaki stepped up, and you know Ojoa as well. And Ojoa, um, he he's a player that scores in in streaks, isn't he? So hopefully, you know, he'll start finding the net well, regularly the talk, again. The talk is that uh, Leicester may try and sign Loic Remy to, to to sign another forward. Wow, now that uh, might be a bit aspria. Well, I did think it's that. A step up for him. I, I did, mm. You did well massively. Yeah, yeah. and he's about fifteen places up. Would, <laughs> would Chelsea uh, let him go to Leicester though? Would that be helpful to them? Yeah, if big club comes calling, com- mate, you got to can't <laughs> stand in his way. Compete, they? They're competing in different zones. <laughs> of can't league. stand in his way, mate. But it would it would knock Arsenal off, wouldn't it? It would annoy. Else. Let's let's all agree right now. Yep. The number one Tino Aspria for 2016 for Leicester would be Adebayor. <laughs> it would be Adebayor 100. Yeah, 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 I agree with yeah. that totally. But Straight I, in there, mess the whole thing up like a yeah. nuclear bomb. Yeah, <laughs> Not, like, don't win another game for the rest of the but season. He's after 100 a, Premier League goals and he'd get them. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's a misnomer that Aston, uh, Aspria ruined it. Yeah, I'd, I'm not having it. Funny though, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. Do you think Keegan ruined it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, why don't you get yourself over to a proper podcast like Football Weekly or something with your fact? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but the thing is with Leicester, Ranieri's got to think to himself now, it's the January transfer window. He's thinking, we can win the league, damn it all. Yeah. Shall we go and actually try and bring in a couple of players because that squad, they could start to get tired. Yeah. And, it, and okay, 3-0 against Stoke, that's a good win. Does, did Stoke have a little eye on the semi-final? Because that was pretty lacklustre from Stoke. Yeah. Stoke so, are a bit of a different prospect away from home, though, aren't they? Possibly. So, you know, they don't want to get carried away, of course. But does he go out and go, right, let's bring in, say, two players, like like Romeo and maybe another... Or does he does he stick or twist basically? Well, yeah. They're only an hour is, and nine minutes from London. That's all I'm all, saying. All so all that's an hour and nine. An hour and nine. Yeah. All, I went, all, all I went there on right. Saturday. Helicopter. Claudio <laughs> <laughs> um, Ranieri's from Rome. I mean, what not happen to the Romans when they had a bit? Of, uh, they flew too high for too long. There we are. <laughs> you know, if, if he's not careful, it'll be uh, he'll be buying all sorts. Yeah, but uh, the, the saxophones in every corner of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, I mean, even even if you were to, to look at Ranieri thinking, oh, we could win the league, he can be a bit more conservative than that and still think, all right, we're very likely to be playing in Europe next season. And even if it is the Europa mm-hmm. League, this is a good opportunity to get a player of a high calibre in that mm-hmm. might not be able to get in the summer. So actually, mm-hmm. it might not necessarily be too, too shoddy an idea to try and get a 
you know, overshoot now. Like, yeah, who who wants what... to play a Champions League football? Someone who's running down their contract, maybe. I love what Leicester are doing. Like, they're playing like Gokan in there in like cup games. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. give you a start in the cup, but I think we could guarantee you at this yeah. stage. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. I, Nathan I... Dyer can't believe his luck. Oh, no. my goodness. That, that what looked like a sideways loan move. Yeah. Well, maybe even a step down. Yeah. Yeah. Now Swansea in the relegation and he's on for a blooming medal. One minute he thinks he's getting himself in the shop window. Now he's, <laughs> he's in Harrods. Yeah. <laughs> he's fought the Mason. He's waving to everybody looking in the shop window yeah. going, no. He's the Christmas display at Fortnum Mason. <laughs> oh, I get giddy when thinking about Leicester winning the league. Um, yeah, I think Rani Harry's target is 78 points, which I think this season would be enough to win it. And I think that's an extra 31 they need. And yeah. what, how many games are left? 15, something like that? Yeah. Not, unra- not unreasonable, really. No. Yeah, so it's which a tall order, but there, there we are. Oh, Jim, Arsenal nil, Chelsea one. Same yeah, old story. I've just got to go to the loo, yeah. guys. I've been about five minutes. Am I right in saying that Arsenal haven't scored in the league against Chelsea since January 2013? Hours, yeah. Three years. And do they also have a... Jim, my memory isn't great on this, but I'm pretty sure Arsenal's record against Chelsea was brilliant until Mourinho took over at Chelsea. Uh, yeah, it was. They, they hadn't beaten us in... It was something like 16 games. Something like, it was a long, long time. Because yeah. um, he always used to get one over on Ranieri, didn't he, Wenger? I remember that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. in the Champions League, though? Oh, that's fairly true, yeah. That's, that, true. that's right, actually. I think that might be where did, the record did, ended. Did Wayne Bridge get the Wayne winner? Wayne Bridge got yeah. the winner, yeah. 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 Was, I think it might have been an away goal winner as well. Yeah. Really still, and I think it was 2-1 they've won um, at Highbury. Props to uh, Mertesacker for the first no-look slide tackle. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. such a weird thing because, obviously, it was really, really clumsy um, to, to look over at Koscielny at that key moment. He doesn't actually touch Costa. Like if you, you look at it, he doesn't actually make any contact with him. No, he but he's so him. sort of ganglion in the way. There's just yeah. no no air left for him to I mean, go into. I mean, the, I mean, as I get as I said earlier, the ends justified the means for Costa because he eventually got his goal anyway. But at that point, I didn't know why he just he was in on goal. Mm. Yeah. Why he just go, carry on, take yeah. your chance. So do you, you think he should have been booked for diving then? Well, it's a funny one. Isn't it is it? a funny one. It's I mean, he's definitely he's given Costa the the option to go down there. And I know that sounds really really silly no, because he's he fine. you know he he was just he did. Impede him, mm. absolutely impeded him. Costa could have ridden it and mm-hmm. would have been through on goal. Mm. You know the way he rolled around, Costa knew exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from the, ro- I mean, I thought it was a foul when I first saw yeah. it. I thought he had just hacked him down. Oh, I'm I thinking, oh my god, what's he doing? So it, I'm not surprised the ref has it, seen it, it that way. It depends on your but, attitude towards how the game is these days. If, if if you think a defender making a ridiculously bad technique slide tackle. Uh, with the intent to, to to win the ball, but eventually also take the man out because that's what you do when you go to ground, really, um, and doesn't make any contact at all with the player, mm. but that can still be um, a foul and a red card. Um, then I mean, part of me just thinks that the game's gone. Then because I mean, what what? There's very few players that can make Costa look quick, <laughs> and he's one of them for my money. <laughs> yeah. he, he is, but do you understand what I, I mean? I know what you mean. Not, yeah, but I don't know. If that, I, don't, I know we've we've talked about the laws of the game on this show time and time again, and people have different interpretations of it. And the referees mm. in the Premier League are given different versions and different ways to look at things. But the fact of the matter is, he's not made contact with that player. I know what you mean. He's not touched him. No. Yeah. And he's not, and you can't buy that he's trying to jump out of the way of a tackle. Yeah. He's not trying to jump out of yeah. the way of an injury at mm. all. It's not dangerous play. Mm. So you're either outlawing a slide tackle or you're not. I want to make it clear that I think had the referee had the benefit of replays as we do, he wouldn't have made the same decision. He'd have put Costa. He'd have put Costa. At the time. Do you think so? um, Because he he goes in when he didn't need to go in. He missed the ball completely and, and Costa... But what's Costa's reason for hitting the deck? What's the reason? There's no reason. He's not, well, he's... That, that, you could have you could have a red card and a yellow for Costa for diving. You could you, could you not do that both? Could you not give him both? I suppose in theory you could. Yeah, uh, yeah but you would, if he's if he attempts to foul someone, if if he attempts to hurt him. 
any misses, you can you can you can punish a player. Yeah, I you think know, someone swings a punch. It's or still da- it's a dangerous player, last man. Um, no, it's not, the, no, because it's not, it's not dangerous player. Because he went in to get the no. ball. The, the, the excuse for dangerous play, as far as I understand it, is if a player comes flying into you 100 mile an hour with both feet and you jump out the way, yeah. and you don't get caught, it's not a, clearly that's fine. You, you're within your rights to do that. There's nothing dangerous about what Matasaka did. Yeah. Nothing dangerous about it. It's a terrible decision to go in. Honestly, he was as an Arsenal fan, position. there was a lot dangerous about it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's a lot dangerous for Arsenal, yeah. yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying because you come, you do this show every week and you come and, you, and I was looking forward to the game and you think, oh, it'd be great to chat about it afterwards. You can't really chat about it no. because, yeah, because it the game was, so was ruined. Yeah, and exactly. it was, I mean, it, it's interesting because Chelsea basically, when they went 1-0 up, they were happy to, to sort of let Arsenal come at them a little bit. But um, the extra man really told, a few players looked pretty rusty out there Ramsey looks a bit leggy. Theo Walcott looked sort of off the pace. I mean, especially after that ridiculous montage at the start of the match on Sky Sports, where Walcott was going, "I think I've scored some brilliant goals." Is that you, knob? Yeah. <laughs> He's um, an was, underrated knob, is Walcott. I thought Chelsea <laughs> were the better team before the sending off, anyway. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and um, one of the things I tell you, whose form has dropped off a cliff, Oxley Chamberlain. Well, it's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's mm. dropped off a cliff because that. I mean, he didn't the start, whole did he? season he's he didn't been start, he's he's been below par. I don't really know what's going on with him. No, but I mean, from last season to this. Right, yeah. I mean, he's one of those players where it's a little confusing to see what's what's happening and why that's going on. He's, mm. he's not forcing himself into a team ahead of Joel Campbell, which you you think that is a position that those two could you know compete for. He can put up a fight against Campbell surely. And given the given the season he had last season and the fact that Sanchez scored in the Community Shield, yeah. So he started brightly. Mm. Sanchez and Casora have both been injured uh, here and there, and and Oxlade Chamberlain's not getting a start. He's got to be very disappointed with that. I mean, well, he has a few been playing deeper than Oxlade Chamberlain would. But they, um, but they rotate point, the players but... around quite a lot. I mean, it's, it's mm. an opportunity for Oxlade Chamberlain, but if, even if not in exactly the same position, it's still an opportunity for yeah. him. It's a bit of a mystery. It might just be you know the, the growing pain, pains of someone who's still uh, you know a, a relatively young player. And mm. I guess as well, if you're if that is your role in the <clears> squad, <throat> that you're a young player that gets opportunities here and there, that might be quite dispiriting. You know, yeah. he probably knows that even if he plays absolutely brilliantly, he's going to be. He's going to be the first to be rotated, so maybe that's playing on his mind. I yeah. don't know. But one one positive for Arsenal um, was that Sanchez was back, didn't explode into a million pieces, and he yeah. looked pretty sparky. So yeah. I mean, it's two points in nine, um, or two points from a possible nine for Arsenal in the last three games. They've got to arrest that. They've yeah. really, really got to arrest that. And Sanchez being back will hopefully help that. Well, the good thing about Sanchez is he's a type of character who just looks like he slots straight back in. He doesn't yeah. take him any time to get going again. Yeah, he's, so he's that's good. While, 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 the, while they were you know losing, Spurs were winning. I'll tell you what. Weren't they? Well, not at the same time. It was a different day. Yeah. But you get the point. Yeah. I mean, are, are Arsenal in danger of Arsenaling it up? <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal, and Arsenal. Spursing it is that is Spursing it up is that a thing of the past yeah. now? They've got the best defensive record in the league. They've got the joint best goal difference. They're two points behind. Is it in friends it's monikering on. it up? Is it monikering it up? Yeah, monikering it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I think that's in the south of France. Mate. I spent a decent <laughs> amount of time uh, thinking about Spurs this weekend. Did you? Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like and, thinking um, about a cracker, isn't it? You know that you know that dry and <laughs> boring to think about. Yeah. A lot of people were... Uh, I don't know, mate. You see that Deli Alley no, goal? Sorry, Pete, for the record, I think that's absolutely fair. Um, <laughs> uh, people are talking about how Spurs have got a fairly small squad and a young squad and stuff, but it's fair to say that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Marco, because you, you might you might know better than me, but Pochettino's like a disciple of Bielsa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... And, and, and so the two other managers prominently who are disciples of Bielsa are Guardiola and uh, Simeone, mm. and they both are, have been successful with small 
young squads. Very different uh, mm. styles of football. Yeah, as well. but small squads though. Yeah, but oh, but God, would, certainly at Barcelona. Yeah, we'd yeah. rather rely on a small yeah. group of players who we can rely yeah. on. And so Pochettino clearly is doing something like that, isn't he? But the big worry for Spurs and, and that Deli Alli goal was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. By the way, what Brilliant. a talent! Well, he overshadowed, the, overshadowed the lovely Chadley strike as yeah, well. Did, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you say overshadowed. If you support Tottenham, you're delighted you got a player coming off the bench doing that. True. But if you're a Spurs fan, are you worried that um, Vertonghen and Alderweireld have play, played every minute of the, of well, the season up to mm, now? Now Vertonghen, I don't know what the latest is. Terry played every minute for Chelsea. Yeah. It, it, didn't he when they won the league last year? Yeah, but now that, but that, but, but, but now, no, but what I'm saying is now that partnership's going to be broken up because oh, Tottenham's injured. So he went off injured. We don't know how serious the injury is. But didn't he score an own goal? He did score an own goal. Best, as well, off, yeah. best out, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> enough. You better get some injury because I'm dropping you anyway. <laughs> yeah. but, I, I, think, I think Kevin Vimmer looks a good player, but I mean, obviously, mm. Tongan and Alderweireld have built up a, quite, quite, the, uh, quite the partnership, so that's a bit of a worry. And, um, the other thing, I want, the other point I wanted to make is just about. Um, am I right in saying that when they finished fourth, they brought in Edgar Davids for the first time round for a bit of experience? Might be right. And then they relied on him a bit. And then the season, the time after that, they came fourth, or around that time, they brought in Good Johnson. And and I think that presence mm-hmm. for them might be might be something they could benefit from this transfer window if they could do it. Who are they going to sign? I don't know. Get the phone back. Can Biasso back? Crouch. Yeah. Yeah, Can Biasso in? Clinton's going to be out of job soon. Yeah, Clinton's out. Clinton's out. Yeah, Clinton's out. You don't want a lift, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 What are you cel- celebrations, coach? Yeah. <laughs> they do. They do look defensively solid at the moment, as you say, Luke. And one, one of the things that's very impressive about them, obviously, Lloris helps with that. Oh, what a goal! Fantastic saves. But also, they're very good. At like you know, defending deep in their own box when they're up against it, they look very very solid and together like that. And I think uh, you know part of the problem Tottenham have had so many times is you know they lose a player like Gareth Bale or you know so many different players have lost over the years. I think you know as important as anything at the moment is is keeping Pochettino because he's oh, really yeah. building something. Yeah. It's the first time Spurs have had this you know. Um, I, I, in, in a while, really, even yeah. even Redknapp when you know he was he mm. had them flying high, that was only ever going to be temporary because mm-hmm. of the, the you know the nature of Harry Redknapp and and yeah, I mean he's, I really he's doing loved, such a good job. There. I really love Pochettino style. I love yeah. the way that he kept his cards close to his chest with the language thing on purpose at Southampton. He did, and now yeah. he's he been did. forced to do an English yeah. uh, English interviews. He just doesn't do any nonsense. He just gets on with it. Yeah. carries himself with a lot That's of dignity right. in a lot. Of There's class. no controversy there. There's well, no. Can, can I just also can I just undermine everything I've just said about Spurs by saying that I do think that Yednak died. In for that Deli Alley goal, and I also think that Scott Dan turned his back, and that was poor defending. Mm. Oh, what for the Kane goal? For the Deli Alley goal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah but oh no, was it Delaney who was who was very distraught he, with didn't himself? He, didn't he try to like lead with his shoulder? It was a really weird kind of bit of defending. That was Yedinak, yeah, yeah, right, was Yedinak, okay. yeah, trying to get his head. In. He's not going to win that ball. He's no. not going to win it. They still won it. They, you know, they've, they've only conceded 19, which is the lowest in the league, and only Manchester City and Leicester City have scored more than them. But if you look at Spurs in fourth of 42 points, Manchester United fifth with 37. You know, Manchester United, West Ham, Liverpool, Southampton, below them. You cannot see any of those sides getting the better what? of Tottenham this season. They have to finish in the top what, four. They really, really do. Spurs deserve to be higher than that, I yeah, think. Well, well, they just seem to be the most consistent side. The league table does... It does, doesn't it? Yeah, you could be right there. It doesn't lie 19 times. Sorry, 20 times. Let me just make a point point about goalkeepers, because if you look at the four... I've got a league table in front of me, but the four best defences, I think, Spurs... Um, Manchester, United. Manchester United Stoke haven't conceded many um, Arsenal they, they've all got very very well Arsenal they've all got very very strong inspirational confident goalkeepers mm, yeah yeah. Um, can I read a little quote from Pochettino on Deli Alley, which was um, it was last week after he threw the ball in Patrick Van Arnholt's uh, face goal machine Patrick Van Arnholt yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he's um, loving it at the moment yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read this Pochettino quote in the voice of Danny Dyer and you'll see why this is on Deli Alley. 
he's a little bit naughty. He's a little bit naughty. I like how he is because you need to be a little bit naughty when you play football. <laughs> <laughs> he really has stuff. learned English, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you melt. Ah, you melt. Oh, yeah. melt. What a little melt. Ah, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Spurs, that top four now have, have put, broken away really from the pack. I know it's only five points Spurs and Manchester United, but they are there. And Leicester, Manchester City, Arsenal and Tottenham should be the top four, which nobody would have predicted, by the way. Mm. They would have predicted three of those teams. So that is that really is now the title race. I can't see Manchester United suddenly no. overturning. I mean, 10 points, uh, you know, they, they are off Leicester. And that's, that is quite fascinating. And, and who's going to really go for it now? Because Leicester can get that through that tricky period. But Spurs, they've, they've played some of the harder teams as well. Mm, I think what's going to happen is Spurs luck plus yep. Arsenal luck, yep. plus table lying against Leicester yep. means one of the Manchester most entertaining City <laughs> league titles in years goes to City. Yeah, who definitely. Limp over the line. Yeah. I, I don't think you can make an argument there's, there's, that Spurs have got a fixture left they should be scared about. Yep. No. Well, so, they look absolutely fearless against everyone. They, mm. Man City, they've got to play Man City again, haven't they? And they, they, doesn't they can have that. Yeah, so going forward, they can absolutely have they, that. I think they play Man City on Valentine's Day. I don't think Vincent Company's back for that. So, I mean, that's a big plus for them. Arsenal game is, is a derby, so we don't know what's going to happen there. Leicester, they've got. Have they played Leicester twice? They played Leicester about fourteen times this season, haven't they? Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're done. Yeah. So they've not really got an awful lot to fear. Away to Manchester City, as you say. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal at home will be a no, huge actually, one. Well, it always is. West Ham's form against the uh, the better sides is uh, is an interesting one because well, that's true. Could throw a hammer into the works. Yeah, lots of lots of well, literally, Jim. Yeah, like that. Like the only thing that can derail Spurs for the title is us saying Spurs for the title. <laughs> They're going to win it on. Yeah, but I was saying that. But I Luke. said a while ago, top two, and they've they've uh, <laughs> they've continued going. So uh, there we are. Uh, before we leave the Premier League, uh, Steve Harper signed for Sunderland, Pete. It's and, funny, isn't it? And instantly deleted his Twitter account. <laughs> instantly deleted. <laughs> yeah. There were some lovely shots of him at the uh, press conference, and it's just like because he's doing a funny um, face with his mouth. But uh, fair dude, hello, uh, Big Sam, Stevie, yeah. Do we definitely have to do a press conference? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just come in for the trains entry. I don't mind. Yeah. I'll just keep it low key. I felt a bit sorry for him when people were calling him a traitor and all yeah. this I don't kind know, of stuff. I don't know why people are just yeah. kids doing it. I don't but know why Because he said, oh, you know I'm a home bird for crying out loud. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Like, is he not? I understand. Well, he's from amazing. He's, he's technically closer to Sunderland than uh, it was Newcastle. Exactly. But, but I'm not having the Sunderland are fans you saying going, oh, he's coming on. What are you talking about? What are you bloody talking about? It's just a coaching role as well. He's not. He's, he's third it, keeper, but he's, right. he's third keeper. But he's, 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 he'll be he'll be looking after the um, the young keeper. Oh, oh dearie oh, me! Oh dearie me! More football chat as you would uh, like it, ladies and gentlemen. After this. Hello, everybody. Don't forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 going out on Fridays, or Fritags, as the Germans would say. It's a lovely old listen. Yeah, it's what, what, sort of like this, before the weekend rather than after it. Absolutely. That's why I'm describing it, really. I'd say so. I'd <laughs> yeah. say so. Um, let's talk about the championship. Hull City, they've gone top of the table after Middlesbrough lost at home to Forest. Two losses in a row for the Borough, which is surprising. But Hull City, yeah, they won it way to Fulham. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, did you see you were at that game? Attendance? I was at the game, yeah. Nice Is to it? see Steve, Steve Bruce in the flesh. <laughs> was yeah. it? It's probably Is that unavoidable, a lie? right? <laughs> <laughs> Him next to Jukanovic was hilarious because Jukanovic looks like a real handsome hard man yeah. in a very sharp suit and then there was Steve Bruce. Oh, um, that's, that's me. I, I think Brucey gets a bit of a bad rep on this show. No, we love Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, but he gets mocked. Uh, yeah, he does. Let's not forget that season oh, where he scored like 18 a... goals from centre-back. <laughs> 19. Yeah. He's, 19? Like, a, he's like, yeah. a, like a big 
comfy stress ball, isn't he? Yeah, I think he, <laughs> he might find mind. that quite patronising. Do you know what? For, for, it was yeah, he's got more medals than I have. It's true. So I don't think he'd need to listen Oi, to not it. Not more England caps, though. Yeah, that is, that is absolutely spot on. Yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was good to see Scott Parker. In, in, in the flesh again uh, he's just he's just you such a battering ram you, you can't help but feel for Scott Parker that relegation came at exactly the right time for his career because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if he had stayed up for them he wouldn't have, to, he wouldn't have stayed on that yeah. yeah well yeah I'll get, they, they, um, they, they got out of jail free really when uh, Fulham gave away a penalty in 80 minutes but, but, but Fulham did well Fulham I mean we all know it's a very very middle, middle class affair down at the cottage at half time they had uh, you know on countdown is it a conundrum when you've got 30 seconds yeah, you've got yeah. some jumbled up letters and they had you know to figure out which uh, Fulham player it was that was like the half time thing I thought oh, there's God. no way you could get away with that in any other ground <laughs> in the country no that's amazing but, did you mm. see uh, who else was in attendance big, I, big Jose yeah yeah. Jose Mourinho they're struggling aren't they Fulham they're not doing too well they're not doing very well four or five points off the old rally they could do with Mourinho maybe, that, <laughs> maybe your theory's right it'll come in to the end of the season <laughs> yeah. you can't have it to mind he's that's used to it from his son, Mourinho's son's at Fulham's academy I think yeah so oh, that, no, that can't be the reason he was there. I do well. Promote him to the first team. Um, uh, what about Bolton Wanderers? They beat MK Dons 3-1. Big win for, for Bolton. Neil Lennon and his coaches, they've had a whip round midweek to help some of the administrative staff who haven't been paid this month, which shows you the, 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 the dire situation the club's in. But it was good to see Shola Amiobi scoring his final match at Bolton. Yeah, mm. Has he been moved on because they can't renew his contract? Yeah, they can't yeah, afford they, him. They can't when afford you can't afford wow. Shola Amiobi. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How much is wow. he on? Does I that even need to know it's too much. Return? <laughs> He's still only 34. I thought he was older. Yeah. He's still a prospect in my eyes. Would you have him back, Pete? Would yeah. you? Would you? Yeah, yeah, for the lulls. Earlier on Get Mitrovic, tell him out of bloody <laughs> hit the, the back of the net. For the lulls. Earlier on off there, we just found out that Andros Townsend might be going to Newcastle United. Pete was moaning about him and then said, we need a striker. He's offering you Ami Obi. You don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want? He's the new Shearer. Exactly. Shelby will be picking out Townsend. Shelby will be picking out Townsend. I'd love a Shelby long raking ball to a Townsend nod down and Ami Obi finishing it off. No, it would be an Ami Obi knockdown, wouldn't it? Either. Either. So you're on board now. Yeah. <laughs> all, you, all you want is Beresford, Lauren Robert, yeah. Barton. Yeah, Peacock. you mix. You mixing your cannon. I am. I'm, I'm Beresford mixing, and Lauren Robert. Oh, yeah, what are you playing I'm at? Mixing, I'm Day. mixing. my ancient Newcastle team. <laughs> what about Berahino? You like Berahino? I'd like Berahino. Yes. Right there we are. We'll yeah, he's a Newcastle player. Right? We get every one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll settle on Berahino. All right. <laughs> Berahino could, could be Spurs' as Asprey as well. Hey, what yeah. about uh, we've got League Two, Wickham nil, Leighton Orient two, a winning start for Kevin Nolan. Yeah, you see Jay Simpson did the chicken dance when he scored as well, which is a nice little touch. We like that. Was it a nice little touch or was it really annoying? It's a nod to the manager. <laughs> He's a player manager. Leighton Orient, another, another team will be above Portsmouth again. Because wasn't, wasn't like Nolan trial there for a bit. And he then was, he, I think he, he was training be, with them. Right, okay. Because he's not been with the club since no. the summer. You'd think a guy, I mean, he's only, again, 33. I think he uh, would be playing for He's a, a real fox in the box. He's very effective. Mm. And he would definitely score goals if he went down to uh, the lower leagues. Probably not Premier League now. He's on 99 league goals. Surely he's going to get Another notable player manager. Yeah, we don't see very often. It's coming back. Right. Mm. There, was, um, there was a period of time when Kevin Nolan, and I hope I'm not being revisionist in this, when Kevin Nolan was playing the form of his life for Bolton, and he wasn't getting a look in at England, and he was playing very, very well. Mm. And it was around the time when um, England, the England squad was full of favourites. Yeah. And I think in another time and another place, Nolan might have got a bit more of a look in at England. Very effective player. Yeah. yeah. He's just mm. unfashionable, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Playing yeah, at yeah. Bolton, sort of mixing it up on yeah. the big Sam. No one wanted to give him a look in. That's right. 
So yeah, I mean, I'm, we're I'm England, mate. We don't play football like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing we need. Yeah, that's the, that's the yeah. annoying thing yeah, yeah. is the way England played football yeah. for so many years, and, and well, and hopefully not now, but we're certainly talking about a few <laughs> years ago. Nolan would have been brilliant. Nolan mm. won't fit in among our team of artists. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like a DIY expert in, a, in, a, in a studio of Caravaggio. He's absolutely, not fit in. absolutely right. Um, uh, let's go abroad. La Liga. Before we go abroad, oh, we all agree that Kevin Nolan would be good at DIY. Oh, Oh yeah, oh, he, very yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he looked after Andy Carroll. He yeah. did. Yeah. Him and Carroll up front for England. Yeah. It could still happen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Very dirty. Uh, Deportivo won, Valencia won. Yeah, as Luke said earlier, Negredo <laughs> saved Gary Neville. They're still without a league win, lost Che. I mean, it was a fantastic uh, ball and header for Negredo for his equaliser. Mm. But I think I'm right in saying, I only saw the highlights, Deportivo could have been out of sight. They've got a, Negredo a, did miss a great chance early on in that game. Valencia's goalkeeper was Matt Ryan. I don't think he's their first choice, but he's Australian. And yeah. He used to play for Central Coast Mariners, and he played somewhere else in Europe and he looked quite good he made some good saves when Deportivo were 1-0 up yep. and he kept them in the game actually mm. and he did well he did as much as Negroni to earn that point for Neville yeah. he did he was very very good ne- Neville is getting a few last minute winners isn't he in his time there is that the old Alex Not Ferguson last sorry equaliser sorry yeah. is that the old Alex Ferguson you know, I think he prefers to be very generous. Well, give the, give the fans something to cheer about, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, you know, if you want to nil down to a side who's, uh, who are above you in the league and you get a last minute equaliser, you take it and you're sort of quite yeah. pleased, but it's still uh, Green another shoots. result. Green yeah. shoots, Marcus. Not a win, yeah. Pete, is it? You wonder Not how that first win will affect them, though. It might really galvanise them. Well, they're in the uh, Copa del Rey this week and they've been doing pretty well in that tournament. Yeah. So we'll see how they go. We'll see how they go. Yeah, Real Madrid and Atleti both dropped points. Barcelona, they won a tricky away trip. Yeah. At Malaga, wasn't it? Yeah. Mascherano, uh, Mascherano was badly at fault for the first for Malaga's goal. Other things on his mind? Yeah. Yeah. distracting <laughs> in some way. Yeah. <laughs> Deary me. Uh, oh, well, he's Argentina teammate. Let's go to uh, Argentina. He was playing in the... Uh, Sorry, the... can I just jump in to say that Lionel Messi scored a scissor kick in that game to win it, and that's become so normal, not even, <laughs> not even <laughs> worth mentioning. Yeah. Just one. Yeah, just yeah, one. Uh, we'll move She's on lost from that. It. We'll move on from that because let's talk about a fight that happened in Argentina instead. <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea for River and Boca to be friendly? A friendly. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I was uh, at primary school in Edinburgh, we never had friendly matches. They would the the the, the janitor was the, the manager as well. He's a brilliant bloke. He was he's a great manager. Love that. And uh, yeah, all the all the cliches. And uh, he would never say we've got a friendly match. He said we've got a challenge match. Oh, nice. He went. Oh, nice. He went. I oh, don't do friendlies. <laughs> <laughs> Love Take it. Him. A bit serious. Oh, he's brilliant. Uh, how old were you? He was quality. Oh, oi, we won the... Uh, how, the how old were you? Oh, eight, nine years old. Look at me, I'm at the top table now, aren't I? Dining. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with British football, is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, you see. Oi, we won the uh, the school ball cup, the Edinburgh school ball cup, you know. River Judge him on his <laughs> results. From, from that now, cup to River versus Bocker. It's just a friendly or a yeah, challenge, a challenge match, yeah. as I like to call it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> penalty competition. They're, they're in the close season. Of course, the, uh, the yeah, they're five sendings off, nine others booked. Do they, do they, do they, do they yeah. count? Do they, do, can you get a banning out? Or could, could they have had a gentleman's agreement that said any sendings off don't, doesn't matter? No, I think it's, it's right. a friendly, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. uh, I think so the only gentleman's agreement just yeah, so, does not exist between So just get stuck clubs. in, boys. Um, Tevez, he received a headbutt, albeit a very soft one. <laughs> Some of the challenges, though. So, well, it, Some of the tackles. Jonathan Silva was sent doing? off 10 minutes into his debut. <laughs> Debut the wild lunge. He's yeah. like, I'm loving a bit of this. The fans will love me. Yeah. Poof. yeah. Oh, one, to be one, fair, that is one to be pumped up for. In but the yeah. I think I think you know he's, he's he's probably quite pumped up, and the manager's gone. Oi, 
this is where you do your one. <laughs> I think if I was, if I was yeah. a player for either of those teams, I'd definitely get sent off. Oh, you get me more. Super classic. You get oh, a debut. Them. You make yourself a legend. Yeah. yeah you could get. Yeah. But mind you, though, it, 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 that's all very well because it was in the Super Classico, of course. <laughs> Days before, Boca lost to Racing Club 4 2 and had two men sent off in that one. Yeah, and that was when Tevez gave it the big one about how we've got to calm down. Yeah, he gets stern <laughs> words for his teammates saying, in four days, five sent off, two matches. We must grow up. If you play for Boca Juniors and listen, then you must grow up. Yeah. Yes, yesterday, <laughs> was the, yesterday was the anniversary of Cantona's Kung Fu kick, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, really? and today yeah. was Trevor Sinclair's bicycle kick as well. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Bicycle kicks. Um, Famous kick. Tevez gave away the penalty in this game as well. He did. Yeah. He had a very interesting goal. Put his arm way above his head for that free kick mm. and uh, gave away a penalty. And then he um, he got someone headbutted him. Yeah. And he went down like yeah. a sack of potatoes he in front did. of the referee. He did. But he was straight back up though when, it, when he got tasty. Got, got what he wanted. What I like is that Tevez, he may have been in Europe. He may have been behind the velvet rope of the Premier League for a while. And he was obviously at uh, Serie A, Juventus. Straight back in the street balling uh, streets yeah, of yeah. Argentina. But he's know. very, very popular in Argentina for that reason. Very popular. And people. rightly so. He's, he, I, I love the fact that he's gone back there. Yeah. You know, go away, you know, win uh, Champions League with Manchester United, uh, you know, become uh, Manchester City's top scorer, well, for a time, at least in the Premier League's history, you know, part of that big project that, that took off there. And then go to Juventus, win Serie A, blah, blah, blah. And now he's gone back. But there seems to be... And he's still got some good years in him. A lot of Argentinian players who've come through at River and Boca appear to, to have a, an affinity with the club at last for a very long time. And they do tend to go back and, yeah. and do that thing. So it's nice, it's nice to see him go back uh, to his homeland when he still had something to offer. Yeah. Uh, in Brazil, Ronaldinho... Um, <laughs> Perhaps hasn't done the same thing uh, quite as effectively. He's clubless at the moment, clubless. Um, and some have been wondering whether he'll just finally quit football. He's 35 now. However, when 35. asked... 35? He's not even that old, <laughs> no. is it? <laughs> two, 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 excuse me, two times player of the year. Um, when asked about his future, he said, there is lots to come in 2016. Well, I mean, it is an Olympic year and there's the European Championships, of course. I'll decide what to do after Carnival. Yeah. That's in February. He sounded like, he sounded like it's some sort of international tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I want to concentrate on that first. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm, in the I'm, shop window. I've got I've got a shout. He is going to be. He's going to get fatter than Ronaldo did, and Ronaldo couldn't run for a little while. No, but while. Pete, I don't. I, don't, I, I understand what you're saying. As but, quickly though, like he's, he's going to be fatter quicker. You've I got think. to think of genetics. Yeah, I don't, right. think, I don't think Ronaldinho's got the fat gene like Ronaldo. Right, has. maybe. And yeah. So you get those people who can do whatever they want and they never get fat. So <laughs> and you get people who do hardly anything. <laughs> Stop pointing at you. I get, I get fat. So I don't think Ronaldinho's got it in him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said, I plan to travel the world to promote football, but now is... Promote not... football? <laughs> plucky little sport that needs all the help it can get. <laughs> best thing you can probably do, Ronaldinho, is, I mean, play it. Yeah, that's the best way to do that. Imagine yeah. Lionel Messi going, I'm stopping playing football now to promote football. <laughs> what could you be doing? After carnival. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to carnival to promote ladies' bums and thongs. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. doing. This yeah. all sounds like... This all sounds very FIFA. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever retire. And no, I quite like yeah. that. Yeah, like when he's 45, he's still going, oh, could I? Like when bands technically never break yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. They just don't release an so, album again. Speak, speaking of South American forward players, do you know that um, I think, oh, it's what I'm right in saying, Chelsea have got till the end of April to decide whether they want to pay £38 million for Falcao. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep on that one. Tough, decision. tough one, that. Falcao <laughs> waiting by the phone. Have you made your decision yet? Is, yeah, he's actually bringing about Chelsea. You've got to the end of April. We could probably decide now. Anyway. <laughs> Leave it till then. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. 
He won't be good in the championship. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. So I think in future we'll just say Ronaldinho is clubless and legless. We're the, yeah, we're deciding what we're going to do with our live shows after Carnival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah indeed we are. Yeah. Let's have some highlights of the week, Luke. Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, little Facebook comments because I want to fast forward as quick as I can to a an email mm. uh, reference last week. So this one's for th- this guy McKinley F. Claybow, who is wow. definitely a friend of the Ramble because he's, he's he's messaged a few times now. I love it. He name. sounds like a medieval weapon. Yeah, he does. Well, more on that in a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. He says I ignored the duties of shoveling out my driveway. Uh, from of snow to watch Deli Alley hop, skip, and hammer it in there on the way to a Spurs win. Uh, later on, I fell on my ass because my driveway was a frozen hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, this is one for you, Jim. And uh, a dig from Gary Mantu, I presume, is a Chelsea fan. He says Arsenal's best passing move of the game against Chelsea involved Murtasaka, Walcott, Koscielny, and the captain's armband. Ah, oh, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Flipped it on you there. Yeah, yeah. 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 What you got to say about that? Uh, look at the table. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh straight back at you. Right, Pete, I'm oh, sorry, I thought you were giving me a signal there, but you are just adjusting your microphone. Are you going to move on? Microphone. Can I chuck in a highlight of the week? The one in my pants. Well, I think everyone's waiting to hear the medieval weaponry email, but you you look in there. Let's, <laughs> right. let's, build, let's build the tension. I'm talking off the back of Ronaldinho, a man who um, clearly didn't make the most of his talent in his, his latter years. The honesty of Antonio Cassano was revealed even more this week. When asked if he didn't quite make the most of his talent, he said, let's say I ruined it for myself. <laughs> I've, I've always been a layabout. I've never done anything to help me produce my best. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm happy. I love it here in Genoa, and I want to end my career with Sampdoria. Why should I try? <laughs> oh, and we've got a new enemy of football. Oh. Okay, yeah. Not not the 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 the, uh, the one who used to play for Portsmouth. I checked it wasn't this one, because if it was, I was going to veto it. Damn right. <laughs> Pe- Pedro Mendes of uh, Wren after he cleared Hatton Ben Arthur's effort off the line. Yeah, it was and amazing. If you, that would have been the greatest goal of all time. Every t- every time I see an animated gif, and it's usually a gif or a vine. Yeah, of Ben Arthur. Where Ben Arthur takes around 10 players and then... You blame Alan Pardew. I do blame Alan Pardew. For, for losing him at Newcastle. Pardew this weekend said, oh, I can handle any football. I've handled um, Hatton Ben Arthur. It's like, he didn't handle him. You yeah. ruined him, you tit. So, so what do you think he was doing? <laughs> Just like stuffing him for a donut? Just... <laughs> Just demoralising oh. him. You're rubbish. All he needed was an arm round, just just a hand round him. Yeah. Going, and now he's this, getting this one. This team is built. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an hand round him that stopped a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I've handled him. I'll give him a transfer. Right. <laughs> Let's have the email. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, um, Joe Hall piped up with some medieval. We, we started talking about medieval weapons. I can't remember why. We got into not, not important. Joe Hall got in touch we, and, we got and, in and a couple of comments. And then Tom Ibbotson last week fired back. Um, correcting Good. Joe Hall um, on his on his knowledge and his and his uh, and his imparting of that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and Joe Hall's got back in touch. Oh, good. Oh, we, we, are merely, we are merely the, the, the medieval messenger pigeon. Take it yeah. to the mort, guys. Take, Slash encourager stirrers. Taking notes from kingdom to kingdom. Take it to Bosworth. <laughs> yeah. He says, Dear Ramblers, <laughs> as a historian with many published works... Oh! Uh, oh, oh it gets better than this. Good. It gets better than this. Me. As an historian with many published works and a previous stint on Time Team under oh! my belt. There it is. <laughs> I feel I'm duty bound to defend my honour against the accusations so amateurishly <laughs> levelled at me in last week's ramble by that reprobate Tom Ibbotson. <laughs> 
We were all master students once, keen to show off our developing intellect in front of the bigger boys. He's rattled him. Yet I fear young Ibbotson has metaphorically wriggled <laughs> on the ramble carpet and his puppy-like eagerness to do just this. Oh my goodness. I'll pass over the, bo- the bulk of his know-it-all email and focus still on the accusation that I am somehow a purveyor of shoddy hysterical discourse. Oh. In, t- in quotes. He's gone strong. It seems that Mr. Ibbotson has come to this conclusion because I did not provide any evidence to support my trebuchet-related claim. <laughs> The fact is, I made no claims at all in my original comment, which was simply a lament that the ramblers seem so hazy on the fascinating topic of medieval siege weaponry. <laughs> He's having to dig it up. I cannot therefore be accused of failing to provide evidence to support a claim when I did not in fact make one. <laughs> this is basic logic and requires no training in historical methods of inquiry to understand. <laughs> Ibbotson's own siege referee info was also rather rudimentary. He didn't even mention cannons! Which, given his previous description, he'd probably described as the metal ones with the hole in the end. They're playing some lovely stuff. Finally, as I couldn't locate the many books he claims to have written, I'll generously assume that his magnum opus on trebuchets is written under a nom de guerre. Oh, my goodness. And not a self-published collection of scribblings cut and pasted from his G-C-S-E homework. Oh! Thank you, sir. Joe Hall, goodbye, good day. I said good day. That is astounding. That wow. is a dig worthy of a former member of Time Team. Yeah. Oh, my. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, do, you want a co- do you want a couple of emails? Really yeah, quick? I'm absolutely oh. knackered after that. Oh, yeah, Spend, you are. Goodness me. Go on, then. Uh, Des says, uh, Greetings, Ramblers, my highlight of the week in inverted commas was the numb acceptance I felt when seeing Jamal Lassell uh, kissing the Wonga logo on his shirt after scoring against Watford. Uh, I had yeah, just yeah. enough time to generate the thought, well, it was only a matter of time before I realised he'd actually just taken a thwack to the mush and was wetting blood off his lips. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. It was uh, like he'd scored with his mouth. <laughs> um, Chris Camaro got his pronunciation of his name so wrong, I literally had no idea who he's talking about. <laughs> he goes, uh, and it's uh, Les Cales. Les <laughs> I was thinking, what Spanish players have they signed? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Les Cales? <laughs> I'll clear that up for you, Luke. Wasn't, he, wasn't, he, a league, wasn't he a league of gentlemen? <laughs> um, that's from uh, Des. Hello to... Who's this from? Tom. Uh, this is really good. I really like this. It's all about Notts County. Basically, having only recently been introduced to the Ramble about two months ago, I have decided to embark on a listening journey of all available podcasts. He's gone all the way back to 2009. Wow. Uh, He's you, an idiot. Where you, the Ramblers, started a chat about the ridiculous appointment of Sven Goran Eriksson as uh, director of football at my beloved Notts County and mused... Brent mused. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, that uh, we could be part of a... Footballing superpower, top four of Man United, Man City, Notts County, and QPR, the overlords, as Pete coined them. Yeah. I'm glad that he's singling me out. But I'm here to confirm that this certainly has not happened. Since then, we've had uh, 11 full time managers, including Paul Ince, who lost 10 games in a row, a club record, <laughs> and regularly cancelled morning training sessions with a swift phone call to the training ground saying, Come back at two, I'm playing golf. Mine, oh. Martin <laughs> Allen, who gathered the players together after Ince was sacked in a room with pens and paper and asked them to write down, What is wrong up Notts County? To which one player raised his hand and said, We need more paper. <laughs> No, the, same, the same Martin Allen was sacked after punching Chief Executive Jim Rodwell in the face on the team bus after a 3-0 away defeat at Hartlepool. Sean Derry, yeah, uh, who, who on day one of training was confronted by the then club captain, Dean Leacock, uh, arriving 30 minutes late for training, who swaggered out the pitch and saying, I'm Dean Leacock, club captain, to which Derry replied, no, you're effing not, F off home. And he sent <laughs> him home. Uh, just, he's, he's put a lot of uh, a, a lot of bits and buzz in this email. Maybe you could stick it on the site or something Cur- like that. Currently 17th in League 2. It seems to have all yeah. gone wrong since Sven left. Yeah. I, actually, I read, mm. read a decent amount around uh, Sean Derry at Notch County. He actually comes across as a very... Um, 
very sort of studious and, and hardworking man, and, yeah. and, and someone who I thought, having read it, that he's got a future as a manager in the game. But of course, not County's yeah. a very yeah. difficult place to play. He's, he's a rare example of a player who looked like a manager while he was a player. Yeah, mm. great hair. Mm. So what's happened yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, talking about uh, former managers of Notts County, as you've just mentioned one there, I've heard that Martin Allen is a massive bully, and that really backs it up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, his, his nickname was Mad Dog at Portsmouth. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Some people can't express themselves, Marcus. They can't. I don't think. You have to be mad to do three stints at Barnet. (laughs) You you would. Uh, Shall we have uh, a website roundup, Jim? Yeah, we shall. Um, So, in and around the footballramble.com this week, an exclusive behind-the-scenes glimpse at Ramble HQ, which maybe you don't want. Uh, (laughs) A hopeful eulogy for second most irritating cliche in football, assuming the first is Andy Townsend. A disgusting snub by people.com makes us briefly question the decision to take the show to the United States. And Unai Emery tries to lose himself in the dugout fails plus <laughs> yeah, I saw that. it's funny. other stuff that's less difficult to praise in one sentence or less so that is uh, you know all put together by the wonderful Kelly Wells so you can follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells boom etc didn't, didn't mm. Kelly um, t- wasn't she talking about the, the lad at Norwich when they uh, got beaten in the last minute there was a really dejected looking child and, and he was like really sad but his man was laughing yeah the laughing his gone. face yeah. well I think Kelly tweeted about him and I think the kid in question replied going um, that's not funny she, she, she asked um, whether his mum understood football, and he replied saying, "Not re- uh, a little bit." Yeah. Like that, a little the, bit. The, the laugh the mum gave for the child was literally it said to me, "You know, say a picture says a thousand words." It, it said to me, You've "Got the rest of your life to look forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the rest of your life supporting this club, and that's all we can all share." Yeah, absolutely right. Any other business? We do have some other business, yes. don't we? We're, 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 we're hitting the stages of the UK. We're treading so the boards. We are treading the boards. Um, <laughs> we're actually making our West End uh, debut as well uh, on this little round of live dates. So um, we promised you dates. Uh, we've got them. We're coming to Newcastle on the 8th of April. That is at Northern Stage. We're coming to the Crescent Theatre in Birmingham on the 15th of April. And on the 18th of April, we're at the Duchess Theatre in London. We will let you know when tickets are going to be on sale. That's not quite yet. But keep listening to the ramble. Uh, you know, Listen out for the preview show. You know, look at social media. We will let you know as soon as they're available. Yeah, now, and both two of those, two, um, the the Birmingham and Newcastle are Friday, and uh, London's on Monday, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. There we are. Exciting times. And of mm. course, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter at footballramble, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, check all them things out. Say goodbye, Jim. Bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.